Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kitties around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty. It's time to get this body started With Danny, Jimmy, Gregor, Andy, Jimmy, JC All we know and all we talk about is booty, booty It's time to get this body started tonight You're listening to Footy Prime, the broadcast A broad perspective of all things footy Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix Hi, hi everybody Hi, I wish I had a Rubik's Cube I, I wish I had a Rubik's Cube, but I don't KK, do you really wish you had a Rubik's Cube? It's okay. No. We can say no. <laughs> I didn't think so. Got an apple. <laughs> is that a product plug or do you use an actual apple you can eat? No, it's an apple. This is the lunch I haven't eaten yet today. Where and are you're you? drinking a beer. It's a terrible I'm in a lunch. hotel room. And tea. A, a far cry from the, the waterfront ocean suite in the Shangri-La in Sydney, where I spoke to you last. Wow. Is, is this live? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All I know is you walk through three rooms to answer the door. <laughs> right. Ass backwards into an upgrade. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> that never happens. Guys are talking about. I was I like, my room faces a wall. <laughs> this, is, this is what I learned early on as being a friend of Karina is, is never take her advice. And I mean that respectfully. She'll be like, just ask them. Just ask them. Just go up to someone and you're like, maybe I could have an upgrade. And they're like, no. No. And then you ashamedly leave the area. Mm-hmm. It's not, doesn't work for everyone, Karina. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, go away. Go, go. So you generalized and said, never take advice for Karina because you don't know how to ask properly. <laughs> yeah. JK said the problems with the ass. I didn't know how to yeah. ask properly. It was user there you go. You do have a certain way about you, KK. Thanks. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm so happy you're able to come on. Thank you for coming on. Oh, no problem. You know, just a regular day over here. You know? Yeah, you're just not doing regular... anything. We're busy at all, right? No, but I always got to make time for the right people. <laughs> oh, wait, we got we got somebody else here. What? What's up? What the stage? Hey, Carolina Moscato. What's up? How are we? Everyone good? good. Look at you with your fancy background. Yeah, where are you, Carl? I'm at Selenia's friend's house. It's not really there. <laughs> I love that bar. <laughs> Isn't it so nice? It's the cutest. It really place. is. Wait, wrong way. Can more of you guys have messy kitchens behind you, please? Because no, just oh, you. Definitely. Well, no mom life over here. <laughs> What's going on, you guys? Did I miss anything? No, you know, we were just catching up and talking about KK falling ass backwards into free shit. Yeah. <laughs> you go on then. What did you just do? Ryan, Ryan said, "If if you ever Who's get Ryan? a bike, Who's Ryan? Who's Ryan? Ryami. Um, said like we're conjoined twins. Okay, she said, if you ever get advice from me, never take it because 
it'll make you go ask for an upgrade and you'll never get it. I said, is it really me or is it the way that you ask for the It's thing? not even that you never get it. You get shamed and asked to leave. That's the problem. <laughs> you make a lot of people okay. uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> me? No, Prima. <laughs> I make a lot of people uncomfortable. I think you both do it. Oh my God. Prima, do you know Claire, when Claire we were in the, Algarve, in the Algarve Cup, and you were like, can I borrow your hair straightener? And I was like, sure. It's just there's like a voltage difference, so you can't turn it all the way up. Mm -hmm. Talk about people making making like other people uncomfortable. And so you were like, okay, my, and you took it. Was gone. And she, was came, gone. she came back in holding a chunk of her hair yeah, and her hair because it had burned it off. And she was like, <laughs> and it was somehow your fault. <laughs> and she kept it. She kept the uh -huh. hair. And that's why I went with short hair. Even Tank was like, dude, that's not her fault. Like, you're the one who held it on there and smelled that's it. That's your fault. Your hair looks good now, so that's good. You've made a comeback. Oh, thanks for the compliment, guys. Finally. <laughs> I give the worst advice in the world. <laughs> okay, we're like four minutes in. Okay. This is going to be oh, edited we're, we're down recording a little bit. We're recording. We can cut some of that out, but we're going to keep we some of it. All of it. You're right. Guys, this, this hey. could not be more fitting. Wait, you wait your turn, Kriya LeBlanc. This is... I, I you have to credit my you name. not the host. You credit my name here. I have to credit my name here. I give good advice, for the record. You do, but but yeah, sometimes you, you're, you're scary. Okay. Ooh, you found the broadcast. You guys, this is episode 12. I don't think it's a coincidence. Oh, right? what? Really? Yes. No. Twelve. She erased a few. <laughs> yeah, I did. Just after coincidence. Yeah, a couple that were subpar didn't make the grade. The one where I was. Yeah, I thought it was, was kind of kind of cool. So we have, I'm Amy. We've got Reen. We've got Claire, and we've got special guests: Karina LeBlanc, current GM, Portland Thorns. No slouch on the pitch yeah. either. Over a hundred caps. How many World Cups? Five World Cups. Two Olympics. Kind of a big deal. How old Carmelina are you? Moscato, also Canadian Soccer Hall of Fame, Carmelina Moscato, recent inductee into the Canadian Soccer Hall of Fame, kick-ass coach and pundit. Thanks so much. Some <laughs> sort of hand gesture, yes. <laughs> but you guys are both here and you're really busy and we really appreciate you guys showing up. And uh, I just wanted, I mean, we're getting together. I've got a beer, Rian's got a tea. We're just hanging out, but... I, I thought it was a good time to get everybody together and we can just tell stories about about the goat, about Sinky, about our time with her, about maybe being in different roles now, how you see her role back when you played together and, and how she sort of shaped the, the Canadian soccer landscape. But also not forgetting, because I feel like what's been lost yeah. in this narrative has been the wicked careers and the influential careers of of so sophie schmidt and also aaron mcleod so kk why don't you kick us off so you want to talk about the greatness of christine sinclair let's think i remember the first time she came into camp and amy you were there the rest of you were too young um i remember <laughs> that, dig <laughs> before our time if you will <laughs> yeah but you, you still have more gray hairs than all of us Reed. So I remember, <laughs> I remember, this a roast? I remember, I remember <laughs> what's going on? We're so mature. We're so mature. No, I remember sync. Like, and I remember it was a shooting pattern that we were doing and she was a 16 year old, Amy, you'd probably remember. And she like, I do remember I'm that fucking old. Yes. <laughs> she had a great hairstyle, but I remember she put in the ball where no, but like she just placed the ball. It was like a small sided game. When most people would just blast it home and she just placed the ball and you're like, who's this kid? And I think it was just from the beginning, we knew that sync was going to be special. And I think obviously she's gone on to do those things, but I'll pass it over to Claire or to Carm of their fun memory. And then we'll go around that way. Or do you want me to just touch on all of them? No, that's good to start, but maybe just add on to it. Like from a goalkeeper's perspective, mm -hmm. I mean, given the length of career that you had, the different players that you were able to play against club and country, like what it was like to be in net and the the variety with which you could strike the ball both feet, what that was no, like. Honestly, I feel like with Sink, it was one of those things where it was just a thing to train with her all the time because you could never cheat or anticipate. 
right? Like she always kept you true. And I think she had the ability to bring out the best out of anybody she was playing with. Because again, it was like exciting to play against her in goal and like to face her shots. But at the same time, so frustrating. Because you, you, I mean, for people, you'd start reading body languages, you start reading movements. But for her, she just had the ability to make you look like an idiot many times, but then also just help you grow. Because I think it was one of the, it's so rare that you get to train day in and day out against somebody who keeps you true, who challenges you and just makes you a better, it sounds corny, a better version of like yourself as a goalkeeper, but just challenges you in a way that every single day you go to practice and you're going to get better. Was that it for you, Carm? It was Sinky. It was part like that subtle brilliance and her ability to replicate, or was it also her ability to make you look fucking stupid out on the field? <laughs> well, I was a midfielder, so I was like feeding her balls to start, and I felt like she made everything look amazing, you know, even if it's the worst pass ever. But I remember her walking onto the U19 team in the first, you know, Claire, our team. And I don't know if you have the same memory as I do, Claire, but I, I didn't know who she was really. Like we had heard about her a little bit, but she hadn't participated in any of the preparations. So she shows up and starts to dominate everything we're absolutely doing. And we're like, what is going on? And where does this woman come from? And then she goes on to have the tournament of her life. And, you know, so what was it? MVP, silver, what was it? What did she win? Every possible yeah. year? All of the things. <laughs> things and uh it's one of, it's one of those where i had never experienced anything like it to be honest because claire was she had anything in the preparation yeah so you're you're forgetting that we all were carm you're forgetting that all of our starting 11 were in senior camps leading up to the u19s but That's but cool. you're not so i think what she wasn't there for was stuff before that but in that year leading up to the u19s we all were involved in the senior camps so. me too i wasn't there yeah, we were. Oh like, my god! I think I, I was there. <laughs> we all were. You guys, I did amazing at oh. those senior camps. Honestly, I don't remember any of that. Which is, I know, I, I'm, I'm almost positive because I, I, I feel like I've brought this up before that it was. I think it was ten of our starting eleven were in with the senior camps, and I think the only person really? that wasn't. I can't remember. Right. Don't call the person out. I just, no, I just want to say, I just want to say, I will not be fact checking this. So just we'll just uh, roll. Uh, she's right, but I'm also right because I remember. Well, yeah, and I, I think the, the <laughs> sentence is not wrong. I think my experience with Christine actually predated the national team because I played Metro in Victoria. London. I think it was so when she was playing for Cliff Avenue. And there was like rumors of this, like this striker. Yeah, Cliff Avenue was the club team. They wore orange and black. I got you, girl. I got Thank you, girl. You. Thank you. Less uh, close is the best coast. Fact check I love those bars. Those Cliff. You don't need to fact check that, Karina. Oh, yeah. Karina, I've got it tonight. Go on. And there were kind of rumors of this striker who played for the for Cliff Avenue and how <laughs> how we were all going to get destroyed by her and. Um, the rumors were true. Um, I can't remember how badly we lost, but I do remember it being bad. Um, and I think, I think the thing that that just- Claire, sorry to interrupt, Carm, you're totally fucking fact-checking this, aren't you? I can hear you typing away. I, no, I'm, I'm not. not. I want to because I don't remember any of that. Claire, why a Rubik's Cube? I'm, are you using a Rubik's Cube while you're talking? No, I'm just- Claire Rustad. fidgeting with it because I have social anxiety, okay? Um, so yeah, this is this out. is interesting. <laughs> um, so uh, I love yeah. you, Claire. Claire, it's okay. Whatever you say works. I Thank support you. you. Thank you. I'm still gonna fidget with the Rubik's cube. So um, typing. Yeah. So my my experience sort of predated the national team, and then and then uh, she went into the national team a camp before I did, and I, I think I brought this up on the broadcast how we my first cap um, was at the Gold Cup in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And, um, and I remember, Chocolate family. Chocolate. I remember Amy getting an orange t-shirt. I'm pretty sure it was you, Amy. You got an orange t-shirt, a Reese's peanut butter cups t-shirt and it said it right across your chest. You remember? It was probably from a value village. That it was makes either sense. you or it was Cindy. I can't remember. All right. Right. Can we anyway. remember that era? <laughs> Valley Village, Amy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so true. So she and I actually came on at halftime in my first cap, and I remember like standing on the sidelines beside her, beside her, and feeling like she was so experienced at that level, even though she'd only been there for a camp. Yep. And I remember being in training, and it was—I mean, I was not the fastest player. Um, 
is an understatement. Um, And I remember receiving the ball and being like, okay, I've got lots of time. And it would be, it would be like you blinked and, and she was in front of you. Um, And I think that for me, I always remember her, like the power and acceleration that she had that just nobody else had. I mean, we talk about her finishing because we can talk about that all day, but I think what was so powerful about the way that she played initially was was how quickly she accelerated and how much power she accelerated with and how that just completely took people off guard um and i remember that right from right from the get-go and her hairstyle was awesome (laughs) yes her hair before you before you jump in i know kk you don't have tons of time because you're slammed right now with with thorn stuff but did you want to jump in we can circle back to sync but did you want to have a special mention or something, particularly on Aaron. I feel like if yeah. he's equipped to talk about yeah. of Aaron, That's it's you, goalkeeper oh, union. GK union. Um, I think the biggest thing, and I, I, you know, I actually just saw Aaron this morning. I think one of the things we probably would be most proud of is the GK union. And I think it comes down to Aaron and I, I would say we were competitive in being top goalkeepers. I mean, we both wanted to be top goalkeepers in the world. But the effort that we put into making sure that we got in a place where we were like, you know what, we're going to work our hardest to, to like be the best version of ourselves and then make the hard decision be on the coach and not against each other. And especially with goalkeepers, when you spend so much time together, it's almost sometimes you're like an island on your own. And I know that cute all the jokes because people are going to make keepers on the islands of their own. But it's I think the biggest thing... It's not even <laughs> weird. Right? How it is. Okay, cue them all. But I think we, we got to a beautiful spot where we wanted to help each other work on each other's weaknesses to make the team stronger. And we knew whenever the lineup came up, we both wanted to be on there. But we also knew that for us, it was so important for us to lead and be strong with each other so the whole team didn't feel bad. Because I think... With goalkeepers, you can always be like, oh, one starts and one doesn't. But we were just talking about it and how proud we are that we got to a point where we could help each other be good at all of our areas that weren't because we had different strengths. And then almost like we look at the GK Union now and we're really proud of it. And like being in the game right now, that's a hard dynamic to come to. And I think we feel like we earned that smile and hopefully you guys all saw it. But like we were like, and you move forward in life. It's so rare to get that type of, connection with someone who's your absolute competitor and yeah I just absolutely love her but I think it's a testament like I watch her and how she has continued to elevate her game and how she's impacting others and how like I mean she she was just such a a force for us in goal and you know as a goalkeeper you I never looked at it and I was like oh I, I was proud of her in all those moments. So there was a small part of you that was like, uh, though. Yeah, like, I mean, bit. both of you guys being super competitive, there had to have been a oh, little God. part of you. Come on, but like a that legacy, though, that goalkeeper union, like Canada is known for that now yeah. for strength, I, goalkeeping, and world class quality. But I just want you to get a little bit more specific. Like you talked about both of you and Steph and whoever else was in there as that as that trio bringing the best out of each other. So what is something that you lent to her to elevate her game? And then conversely, what is something, one of her attributes that allowed you to elevate your game and sort of round it out a little bit more? Jeez, I mean, you're just coming in deep with the honest questions. Um, I would say that probably, and you guys can disagree, but I think one of my strengths is probably the mental aspect of my game. Uh, I think I was able to, you know, never really be intimidated or scared when playing. And it was what it's one of the things that I, I think with Aaron we worked towards. And technically, Aaron helped me work on my explosiveness and get into that top corner save. And just being, um, she was just quick and reactive. And I think that I thought I was, but as the game grew, I needed to grow in that area. So I guess I would say those two things. And I think, Karina, I think you're being humble in this <laughs> because I think, and I've said this publicly before, because I think that you're that decision to kind of change the dynamic within the goalkeeping group, I think that was very intentional. And I think that kind of started from you, right? Like, I think that was something that you brought to that pairing. And I mean, I I think obviously you and Aaron as a, as a duo was, was, was like a, a really good matchup, but I think that was something very intentional that, that you set out to do. And I, commend you for it 
Well, thank you. I appreciate that. My Rubik's Cube. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's your nickname from now on. <laughs> it makes a lot of, I'm still playing with it. Um, no, I just, I think that that was, I, I, I agree that with the attributes that I, I think as like, uh, from the outside perspective, um, as a, as a field player, I, I, I saw that too. Like I saw that in both of you guys and I saw how, how you push each other and how you kind of like technically support each other. And anyway, I just wanted to say that I think that that was a very intentional move by you. And I think it, um, that's kind of like part of your legacy as well. Oh, well, thank you. I'm sorry. Oh, Marie, do you guys have anything to add to that? Cause KK, I know you got to bounce. You got to go KK. You gotta go, gotta go, gotta go right now. All right, we'll see you then. Carmen's <laughs> like, I got nothing. I, I see no, like, he's gotta go. Karina said something to me once when we were teammates, and I never forgot. And I think it's informed a lot of my coaching, and that she does have a rock solid mentality. And um, at the end of your career, when Aaron was starting ahead of you consistently, you owe it. You said, don't ever think that every time the starting lineup comes up, I don't want to see my name there and I don't get disappointed and a little heartbroken. And I think because you had such positive energy, it was easy to think that you were comfortable or happy with your position. And I think as a coach, I always remember that because there are players that mask that disappointment um, and you just kind of expect that they're okay with things. Um, so that was something that really I, I've never forgotten. I think it is important for coaches to remember that these these great teammates, their heart still breaks every time you make a starting 11. It's not on it. So I remember that. I'll add well, one before you go. Okay. Um, I know we're talking about Aaron, but I want to also highlight the fact that, you know, you obviously, I think the measure of a good teammate is sort of you make other people better. And I remember, you know, the, the competition between you guys was very, is normal. That's what is what needed to happen. And you framed it in a beautiful way. But at the end of the day, yeah, you both wanted to play. And um, I think you absolutely drove each other's standards to world-class. And I, I don't think, like, we, I keep saying this right now about Sinky, like we're going to be in 45,000 people tomorrow, plus, plus, plus. And this doesn't happen without Sinky. This also doesn't happen without you. You were there first amy you like all you guys in this room so it's, it's pretty special that way um and i have a really weird story about aaron because i was a roommate for about 12 years and many <laughs> stories to tell but um the one was it was actually crazy do you guys remember when andrew oliveri broke her finger because yeah. he, he like it exploded a, her finger a man level ball and it like jammed his <laughs> finger no don't don't it was like he ripped it like he super from, ripped from it a foot out he like shot and it hit the tip of her and finger, her, finger, the tip of her finger and it i remember it blew out her entire right finger 2012 like in four different directions okay oh and i remember she's like it's okay i'm gonna heal it <laughs> so she was really good <laughs> He, meditating, healing herself to the point where, talk about mental strength, it was the weirdest thing. She was three weeks ahead of schedule. She healed her own finger. Okay. But, um, <laughs> it's the power of the mind. And I'm No, I didn't ask for the doctor's opinion. I'm telling okay. you. Remember. There was no science involved, Claire. There was no science, and her finger was in four places, and I saw it in one place. It was non-zero science It was involved. the strangest injury because it looked like she'd broken right. every, yeah. every oh bone, God. but it was completely dislocated. And so yeah. they were yeah. able to... Like, you just go... It's well, really they it back together. And then in 2012, okay. through the tournament, they cut the two fingers in her glove, and they sewed them together because two of her fingers were strapped oh, and, and yeah. casted for the tournament. That makes sense. Like those little lobster... Like yeah. mitts that you can get for kids. <laughs> I'm doing like spot hands. To see, like, the, I knew this was going to come about ripping apart goalkeepers. Like, we do not play like this, okay? No, Aaron did. What happened? Aaron did. Karina. It did. Anyway. But, no, that's it. Uh, honestly, <laughs> Aaron healed her finger. Yes, that's right. <laughs> No. no, listen, the legacy is insane. I mean, I, I also find it kind of interesting how we're honoring people as so, you know, after they're done or I feel like we, I want to do a better job of honoring people while they're still playing, you know? Yes. I watched a Curb Your Enthusiasm today on the plane from Montreal to Vancouver. Yeah. And it was all about 
Um, I forget the actor's name. You're now. watching the same shows again. Amy. <laughs> yeah. You try any new show. He was show. talking <laughs> about having his funeral while he was still alive. He'd been yes. funerals so over true. the last yeah. year. Yes. And he was sick of honoring somebody who was in a box and was already passed. And they couldn't Thank listen you. to all the great things that people had to say about him. So he was having. And he was, yeah. yeah, Larry David. Larry. But tech, oh, technically, uh, they're all three oh, still yeah. playing. They're all three still playing. So we're still honoring them while they're here. Yes, and they're all, also not yeah. dead. So <laughs> not, yeah. not dead. They will. They can hear this podcast, so that's good. Great, good to know. <laughs> also not dead. <laughs> well, there's the opening. There we go. <laughs> yeah. So, where are we Karina, at? Karina is leaving. Do you need to go? You're embarrassing, Karina. I don't want to go. I don't want. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Oh, stay. Stay, we're fun. Karma, if you were if you were roommates for 12 years with Aaron, can I ask what you were thinking with the... 2002 haircut for Aaron. <laughs> I was oh, in so I don't own that. So wait, but Karen, before you get into it, can you frame that? There might be people, a few, we'll make fun of them later, who don't know what we're referring to. So please describe listen, it in great detail. Listen, you're speaking to a generation who has soccer ball tattoos all over their body. So there was something around being that young, that silly. And at the end of the day, she thought that looking like a maple leaf with her short do, I think she had just chopped it. She went and got red... Uh, I don't know, gel and, to and white. red and white gel and her head looked like a maple leaf. And for some reason, <laughs> everyone loved it. Everyone was in the stand. Oh, like it was, a, it was a freaking hit. It uh, was a total hit. Yes. And, and before, prior to the world cup in, uh, in Australia, was there not a picture? I think TSN ran it. And it was Kaylin Sheridan dressed up as Erin McLeod for Halloween. Yes, I remember that. Sporting that same kind of punk maple leaf do. Yeah, did you guys? Yes. Did you guys love it or what? No. <laughs> well, I love again. It was her, and it was like always unapologetically so herself, no, which yes. she always stayed true to. Right, undopey, undopey. Like, yeah, I didn't. There's no comment about Aaron. Oh, it's just that haircut. Just the hair. Clear on oh. that. Sorry, was this supposed to elaborate? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, Claire, do you have a soccer ball tattoo? I have zero tattoos. Okay. I am a gender, so I'm like translucent, like a fish embryo. So, <laughs> it would be so bright on you. I assume that if I get tattooed, you would see it through my arm. <laughs> the first thing and, I, and it's like the permanence of them i can't do um so yeah no i don't i don't have any i think someone needs to describe sinky's tattoo if you're talking about soccer balls isn't oh. it a stick figure i can't i can't remember Carm does no i don't remember i think <laughs> is it the one on her back yeah she's got a soccer so head of a yeah, she's she's gonna kill it. So funny, is there, right? Is, is there a picture out there of it? Like, yeah. <laughs> but like, I feel like nobody here can talk about bad haircuts because Amy, I'm remembering yours in college. Is it called? Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. You, I mean, I've had I've had like a run of horrific haircuts. Yeah, it would be like yeah. you know the the evolution of man, and you could have like a series of, of fucking terrible haircuts. And really? they don't really improve. It's not a survival of the fittest in terms of haircuts. I have, you know, a, question. I have a family question. Did you all go through the same haircut phase at the same time? Because I remember Cindy, right? Cindy yep. played on the Pan Am Games team, right, Karina? And you guys both had, I feel like, the short haircut at the same time. 
Yeah, there yeah. was a time yeah. that all four Walsh girls, because we have an older brother, um, we all had mushroom cuts. Yeah, <laughs> four for one. Like it's the four for one discount. Yeah. Ian set like, the standard, and the yeah, sisters right. just like yeah. the same cut went down the girls. Yeah, yeah. I played my hair down through college. I don't understand that. There was somebody at the World Cup, the most recent one too, where <laughs> I it was yes, I couldn't, I, I couldn't get past the fact that she was playing with her hair down. Yeah. The flow was incredible. A, a Portuguese player, I don't know, but oh, yeah. I just was like obsessed. Like I would, I had tunnel vision watching it. Like I couldn't watch what was happening. Like her, it was like my length. I, think so. I was just like, how is she doing this? <laughs> That's why I did it. It used to irritate people so much on the opposition. So, hey, are, are we going to talk about Soph and her great Yes, please. Go ahead. I don't know how long the show is. I have had it with this like, podcast. I'm like, yeah. I don't know how long the Where show is. Where are we is. now? This is yeah, how it like, works, Karina. Hey, go ahead, Karina. How so so another a haircut specialist. Um yeah. haircut specialist. Like I think we just all I think Soph is just one of those where she was always just so like a joy to be around and like she's always so innocent. And then we've watched Soph grow into this incredible human and woman as the same on the field, like playing different positions. I mean, I just saw her last, like, after the game. She's like, I didn't know if I was going in, but I don't want to run. Like, Soph's <laughs> just always been that constant bit of joy who's continued to just perform at this level and, pe- like, unassuming without enough respect along the way. But an incredible teammate, mm-hmm. somebody who would just listen in a way that you're like, thanks for listening. And she'd be like, yeah, no problem. You know, like, I, I think when I think of Soph, it's not only what she's done on the field, but just how she's just been consistently that human being and a friend off the field. And that's what's made her, I don't think there's anybody on any of the teams that she's ever played on that would have something bad to say about Soph. Yeah. Yeah. And the way that she continues to elevate, right? Like her game just continually, Mm -hmm. not reinventing herself because it was always there. But when I think about Soph, I think about this young kind of baby face kid, um, who showed up and was a little bit unpolished and like did things in an unorthodox manner, but yet somehow mm-hmm. would pull off these unbelievable strikes and passes. But she would even look, if you looked at her expression, like she was surprising herself. And then mm-hmm. she sort of moved past that kind of baby giraffe phase and then fully come into her own. And then what has impressed me is what you alluded to, Karina, like she just continues to elevate and elevate and elevate, like even in, in the twilight of her career, like what she's doing on the pro level with Houston is unbelievable. You yeah. Just, and it, yeah. it probably didn't surprise any of us. Cause you're just like, Oh, of course. So, and like you said, it's almost like she's from Abbotsford. Let me say, remember that place, Claire, like she's Abbotsford, like baby girl. Like it's just a little area that's like a little further away, but the personality just came. Is this Maple Ridge yeah, throwing shade say. at Abbotsford? Um, yeah, Maple Ridge, no. are you throwing shade? Are no, you? Maple Ridge loves Abbotsford because nobody ever talks about us. You know, <laughs> so, like the island in the country. But I just think it's like I, it's a testament to how, who Soph is. Is that like just kind of nobody ever spoke about her? She was over there, but she was always present and had the impact. Yeah, she played uh, every position. I, I think that was always yeah. impressive, and she was always like bigged up in that position and then a new coach would come in and put her somewhere else. And I think like uh, how frustrated I went from forward to defender and it took a little while to get that through my brain that I was changing position. And I think like of how hard that must have been and how well she did with it. Sorry, Karma cut you off. No, no, not at all. That total footballer. I think that's exactly what we're all sort of saying. I think she's been able to do so much on every level. And I can't picture like a midfield without her. She was always in and around that starting lineup. Like we couldn't, you know, or the first one off the bench or whatever the case has been heart and soul this team. And doesn't she have over how many caps does she have? 220. 225. I mean, it's insane to think that because like you guys said, the way she started super young and the way she emerged, if she's always been right at that highest quality and she's been the quirkiest person on the team, if you guys agree with that. I mean, when you talk about somebody being completely themselves, I mean, this is the most quirkiest person I've ever met in my life. Do you guys remember? But I love that. I love, I think that she's like, it's, she's a little off the page, but in the best way, you know, and yeah. I think, I think her game, it also reflects that she'll see a pass nobody sees. She'll, yeah, she'll do, she'll do things that nobody else would think of. And I think that's the creativity piece that 
we're so enjoying now. And then I just remember even just recent, recently when she came on against Ireland, changed the entire mm-hmm. game, saved the World Cup at that moment in time. Obviously, things happened in that World Cup. But in that Ireland game, we were like, oh, my God, Sophie. Mm-hmm. Like, perfect. Yep. Game changer. Total game changer. Game changer. And as you know, I'm glad she's playing club for a few more years. I think she has so much more to give. Um, to the game and, and as a leader. And she's she is a very, you know, distinct leader now. And I think she can take things on her back um, in Houston. So, yeah, no, love her. Love you, Sofa Loaf. <laughs> yeah, Sofa Loaf. <laughs> Claire, do you have any Sofa memories? Uh, it's just funny because she's, she's like the same age as my my little sister. So my sister and Soph actually played like provincial team together in BC. On the, on the Rockets United? I know. Just <laughs> make that club team up. Yeah, because I don't. It's talking about all these youth club teams from no, where? Are you? No, she played for the provincial team with Sophie. <laughs> okay, um, with the, just the BC team. We didn't fancy names like they might have done in Ontario. Um, serious about soccer at West, and yeah, so I always kind of thought her as, thought of thought of her as that, and then I had kind of like a big break in the middle of my career, and then coming back and playing with her pretty consistently in midfield. I agree with everything you guys say, like just a very like consistent and hardworking and dependable teammate. Um, and who always made people around her better and like just communicated really well on the field, um, in a way that, um, yeah, I think just got the best out of her teammates. And I'm really glad that we are not forgetting to talk about um, the other players, like Aaron and Sophie as well, because I think it's important to acknowledge their contribution. I think it's interesting. But... Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay, okay, go. Oh, my God. It's never no, happened. Go. go. Karina's not here. I am not. I was just, Rin, you go. Okay, I would just say like exactly what Claire said, and I think this is where you talk about like legacy leaving and these players who are impacting. The same thing we just said there about Soph is the same thing about Aaron and Saint. Consistent, hardworking, helping others be a better version of themselves. And I think this is why the game has continued to evolve in Canada, right? Like we've consistently, it's not just been, you could arguably say, absolutely, Christine Sinclair has changed the game in our country. One thousand million percent no one's going to take that away from her but it's also the people around her that have helped us consistently be better and when we talk about Soph and when we talk about Aaron they've all paved their way in their own little way you know what I mean everyone knows Sink and no one none of us can argue Sink is Sink like she's in a category of her own but I think when we talk about the Aaron's and the Soph's they also have left a mark in our game that have made us all better, but have made the game better in our country. And I think it's such a beautiful thing that it's not just what they've done on the field, but also who they are off the field. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say similar. I think it's, um, (laughs) yeah, exactly what you said. (laughs) No, with think like this is obviously this two game series. It's, it's a lot for her. I love that there's two other players that have been on this journey with her Aaron since really the beginning um, and then so not long afterwards that they're they're a part of this um, I'm glad we're talking about them they're they're three just like you did say Karina they're phenomenal players but also ambassadors for the game and that the three of them can stand there together I think it'll help so sync to be honest yeah like a lot we know that about her and I think it took a lot of convincing for the other two they didn't want to sort of take away anything and it was never about that it was about them getting the attention and the accolades they so deserve as well in that moment and I'm sure Sinky's thrilled that there's there will be there with her yeah and I think more memorable not that it would be less memorable if Aaron was honored by herself or if Soph was honored by herself or if the two of them were honored separately from Sinky I think it makes it more meaningful for the three of them in very different ways you know it allows Sinky to, to share that spotlight that she's been so uncomfortable with you know i think she's really thrilled to share it with two other people and they can all sort of bask in it together yeah. I, don't, I don't think it could have been planned better i mean did yeah. she plan it <laughs> she didn't want this moment like literally she kept saying please like less and it's turned out to be an absolute uh watershed moment because i mean everyone's showing up did you guys see that video with everyone who sent in a, a few kind words uh on on her and i think she probably called 
Aaron from Iceland and said, you have to share this moment with me. And so she mm. does not want to do this alone. No. Yeah. It's pretty I mean, cool. How do you guys think that uh, the game tomorrow was, is going to play out? Cause it's going to be emotionally charged. Right. And it's not going to be Australia's B squad. I hate to use that term, but it, it's not going to be a wholesale change that Gustafson put out in Langford. So it's going to be a tougher game, but Bev is going to have to toe that line of, you know, pushing forward and eyes on Paris, but also giving these players their due. Um, so how do you guys think this game plays out? Why don't you start, KK? Um, I, I think because I've been able to talk to Sig coming into this, uh, I think everybody knows she didn't really want this, which is crazy, right? Like, it was part of the conversation. It was like, it's not even about you got to do it so Canadians can say bye and that we all have a reason to fly to Vancouver. But I think, <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> we, I think the truth is, is that you're absolutely right, Amy. It's going to be a different game and it's going to be emotionally charged. And I'm also intrigued to see how Sinky is, you know? Like, like, I think we all want her to actually finally feel the impact she's had on the game. And it's a hard line for her to finally understand that maybe it's when she walks off the field for one last time, like I'm getting emotional thinking about it. You know, I mean, we'll have the opportunity post game to be on the field with her. And, you know, I think there's a special moment planned, but like as big as that result is for the preparation of the Olympics, I think all of us are here for as big it is that we finally hope that Sink has that moment where she realizes the impact she's had on the game because the humbleness that she's always had, it's what made her so great. Like what we don't know about Sink is the same reason that people on field didn't know about her. She kept that essence of like who she is so private. And it was always about the game and the team, even in this, like she a hundred percent could have said, yeah, I'll take it and I'll just have this time, but she didn't want it. So I think for me tomorrow's game, I'm actually just wanting to see, and I, I pray that she's able to accept that moment in the way that it's meant to be for her and not try to hide. So, you know, like the, I hope she just, it's a floodgate of tears. I, I hope the place of Ross and it's, I think it's just special that yeah, the alumni flying for this game or, or from like coming in for the game. I just think it's a moment in time and it's so fitting that we're all going to be there, but I pray that she have that moment where she feels the honor of what she's done for this country. Like we are, feel so honored that she's played with us but also for us i think we were talking about this the other day on one soccer just about just uh, her playing free she could do no wrong in this kind of game and what that that actually is going to look like you know we i think it was one of kobe's last games he scored how many points you know it's something around just her balling out for lack of a better word and showing us you know her enjoyment and going back to the essence of why she does that did this always for her country so I want to see a free performance. I want to see somebody who gets, you know, honored at the whole stadium, be standing up when she comes off, whenever that moment is. And, you know, her getting her last moment amongst everybody that's carried carried her and she's carried us uh, for the last 24 years. So, yeah, I'm excited that she will start. I mean, I think it's pretty certain that she will yeah. and that she'll get her moment. And I hope she gets to play more than 45. But even if she does it, it's more than that. Yeah. I, I hope you're right, Carm. I feel like there's too much, there's too much around her and she's way out of her comfort zone and she's having to do all this media. So talking about playing free, all I hope for her is that when she's standing in that starting lineup, cause she will lead out her team. I think Sophie will as well. Um, is that she can feel the love um, from the stands. Um, yeah. I think Australia is going to be a hard game and I'd be interested to know if she plays more than 45. I think her and Sophie will start and I think they may come off in like the 30th so that we can, send them our love appropriately. And I think there'll be a 10 minute break in the game while we do that. Cause I can imagine mm -hmm. a big one. Yeah. I'm just predicting, but I make sense. I think this is an important game as well. Like, and Sinki is such a huge part of the Canadian team, but I'm not sure she would have been starting the game had it not been her retirement. Um, so I, it would be an interesting thing to see whether and so who was retired and came back and did so well in um victoria i think she should start as well and and whether there's two separate moments or whether it's one i i think maybe agreed upon by them mm -hmm. i wonder if it's helpful or hinders or takes away or overshadows i don't know um i leave that to the media people but i do think it's a weird one for, for bev because it is an important game 
Yeah. So we'll see. I like what you guys are saying though about moments because I just I just want to see them both express themselves fully in where they are right now on the pitch. Yeah, and, and even if it's just fleeting moments and mm. just see them see their brilliance, see it one last time. And maybe it's a combination. I think Sophie said in their their last presser, maybe it's a last goal by Sinky and maybe it's an assist by Soph. Yeah. But just I just see themselves mm. at their full potential you know, for, for one last time and then to just let it wash over them both. You know, I think, I don't know what game it was, but it's something that somebody uh, that I follow on Twitter plays over and over. And it's a very kind of flippant cavalier sink. And it's part of her personality, which allows her to sort of keep that veil up, you know, to keep everybody out from what, or from who she actually is, or to stop people from coming in. And she flips, she kind of flicks the, the arm band to Jesse Fleming kind of like, here you go. And I love it, but I also don't like it because it's just kind of an afterthought. And I, I want to see her just fully embrace this without her getting outside of herself, without it being uncomfortable for her. But I want to see her, and however that manifests itself, just receive it, as you said, or what you said, Carm, like just receive all of that. Yeah, just take it in. Yeah. yeah. It's just I feel it's there. every... Everyone will want that for her. Like mm-hmm. even yeah. Australia. Like that's that's even Australia. <laughs> no, but that's the respect that she's earned globally. I think even the Australian team, like nobody on that field doesn't know who she is. Yeah. It, and it doesn't matter if you've been the equipment manager on the team for forty years in Australia, you know who she is, or somebody getting their first cap. I mm-hmm. think everybody wants that. And that's what's exciting that we get to witness that in person. Yeah, I think when they when they first announced the opponent, I was kind of disappointed. I thought it would be the Americans. I thought they were going to play the Americans because uh, you know, Americans love to play ball with a good send off. Um, but also because there's so many of their of their of her teammates play for them, right? And like she's played with the majority of the people on that team, and it just. I but I, then I, the more I thought about it, because uh, I was thinking, oh, the Americans would really play ball with that, but. Is there a team that wouldn't like, I don't think there's a country that would come and play in a in this particular series and be like, yeah, no, we're not going to stop the game. And, you know, like everybody knows who she is. Everybody, she's an impact impact on, on players in every country around the world and on their life. And, and I think that um, I think Australia was probably pretty honored to be part of this. <laughs> end, you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, and I think the yeah, I think it's all of the stuff you guys just said. You took all the good stuff. No, I just have one more thing that I will wrap it up on this topic. But I think it was Tony Gustafson who, who basically said in his press conference, you know, to do her the biggest honor would be to play our best game. Yeah, because I think when you think of her, you to think of fully. Yeah, to compete yeah. to give fully to to put every to try to win the game to go for everything, uh, because that's what she would have wanted. And I was just like, whoa. It, it, even just, of course, we know that's the essence of sport. It seems maybe obvious, but I really enjoyed the way he said that. It's like our, our gift to her is to play our best football. Yes. And then make sure they win. I mean, if it's really being kind, no, you don't want that's to win. That's not his point. <laughs> that, ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it, Karina. Wear it over the head. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Carm. Thank you, KG, for showing up. Uh, for sticking around as long as you did fubotv.com slash ready prime where you can catch one soccer who's broadcasting the game tomorrow at bc place renamed christine sinclair place for the night um and also tsn sports will be broadcasting it uh, claire will be uh doing color i will be on the panel and uh listen i think they're at forty-five thousand right now bc place so walk up guys let's sell us out i think fifty-two thousand is capacity so let's fucking sell this shit out, right? Like talking yeah. about what she deserves. Full house. Let's, let's do it. it. And let's edit this show. Good stuff. <laughs> no editing. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you for showing up. And uh, honestly, like, I think one, two, three, four, five of us sitting around just talking shit and shooting the shit about our ex-teammates, I think that's a pretty good send off as well. I think tomorrow will be fitting, but um, I think, you know, talking about having funerals while you're still alive, like I think it's pretty sweet to listen to some people that you care about 
talk about you and how meaningful you were throughout your career. So well, like, hopefully you get them proud. For a lot of us, are there any more people we've played with who are still playing? Desi. I didn't play with Desi. This is it. I didn't it. play with Desi either. Oh my God. This, this is, is it, you guys. It. Me too. Past your time. My last link to the national Ooh. team are th- via those three. Aaron, so. Oh my God. Thank God. Get me another beer, Ree. I was going to say, why are we ending on that? Are we ending <laughs> on like Botox to make ourselves feel a lot like younger? Let's we can edit that. that. We'll edit yeah. all that out. Yeah. yeah. It's actually, here's the best part for Carmen and I is we coached a lot of the new faces on the team. So it's pretty, cool. pretty special right now to watch um, some, some of these young women and be like, we had them at seven, 15, 17s, and 20s, and now they're with the seniors. So pretty full circle for us. Well, again, thanks so much, you guys, and uh, keep broadening your horizons. Cheers for listening. Thanks. Edit the show. Bye. (laughs) Oh, my God, she's gone. (laughs) This episode of Footy Prime has been brought to you by Fubo TV and by Tony Beck. Make sure to subscribe to Footy Prime wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Twitter at Footy underscore Prime and on Instagram at Footy Prime IG. KK, thanks for hanging out. No problem. Anytime. Yeah. Good to see y'all. Yeah. Hopefully are, I'll see you tomorrow. You, you really legitimately have to edit some stuff out. You're good, right? You're still recording. Okay. And recording. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 